Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. All right, join us is our insider, Kevin Bohannon. Kevin, isn't that the way you understood Rick the way he said that? That's exactly how I understood it. And I'm just yeah. trying to figure out when, when I take Amber and Tessa to the beach at the end of the month, <laughs> how we're going to get to drive on the beach down there in Destin. So, Well, you got to be careful uh, there. We, we were there at uh, Sandestin, Mirabella Beach, or, or Miramar yeah. Beach, a little above that. And that's the first time we've gone in seven years. It is much more crowded now than it used it to really be. It really is, so. yeah. We're, yeah. we're going to Prominence, which is down by Seagrove Beach, Graydon Beach, yeah. in that area. We're really family friendly, so we're looking forward yeah. to it. But yeah, but no, you. We'll, we'll keep the jeeps too, away. Too crowded for a jeep there. I'm sorry. I misled our listeners. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. I I got all excited for nothing then. Carrie, we're not going to Spain. I know you're now in Greece, but we're not going. We're yeah. not going to Spain at all. All right, uh, Kevin. Today, we're going to take a look at 6A high school football. And I got to say, this has to be maybe since the inception of 7A, 6A, 5A, so forth. Maybe you could throw in the years there has been some shuffling of the conferences. But this, to me, is totally, totally different. Because for the first time in Class 6A, you will find the Pulaski Academy Bruins and the Little Rock Christian Warriors. And that is a first. Then you throw in Little Rock Catholic, which I'm not sure they have ever been in Class 6A before. And Van Buren has been up and down along with West Memphis. Uh, Even Russellville, I think, at one time has tasted Class 7A. Uh, maybe, maybe not on Russellville, but I know West Memphis has, and I know Van Buren has. So this has to be as an intriguing year ever for Class 6A. Yeah, Randy, and talking to a lot of coaches, players, administrators around the state, I think the AAA just said, okay, we're going to put all 32 names, talking about 7A and 6A, into a hat and say – we're going to draw them out. Then we're going to add in the, the private schools and say, let the chips fall where they may. That's what, that's not what they did, of course. But that's kind of what it looks like on the outside looking in if you don't know how the uh, competitive equity balance uh, mm-hmm. formula works and having played football and been through that. But, yeah, Russellville has been in the top classification. Before they were 6A and 7A, they were a 5A school back when Landon Leach was there. Uh, so they've been in the top classification. West Memphis was for years, of course, the 5A championship in 2005 against uh, Springdale, uh, the three-year run that they had playing against Little Rock Central and Springdale in the mid-early 2000s. Uh, then you got Van Buren. They've gone up and down. Solemn Springs has grown um, over the past 15, 20 years. And then you got Mountain Homes, another school. Searcy, uh, they, they've been in sick. They've been right below that top classification ever since they got up to 3A. So they've been in it. But – Adding in the powerhouses like Classy Academy and Little Rock Christian, who have combined for the last what, five or six state titles now in Class 5A, it just adds to the intrigue. And when you put them in the same conference as a Greenwood and Lake Hamilton, you get you got a lot to talk about, and it gives us a lot of content to talk about on the air. So 
we're really looking forward to it. And then you talk about somebody like Benton, who they've got to replace a quarterback. They've had an open competition so far this this fall. And uh, how are they going to look with a loaded backfield that includes Braylon Russell, who transferred from Hot Springs Lakeside? Uh, then you got El Dorado, who is the Class 6A a defending state champion. They have to replace a quarterback that accounted for 51 touchdowns last year, but they do have two skill guys in Shardarius Plummer and DeAndre Burns. So uh, the coaches in the 6A East picked El Dorado on top. Uh, Hootens.com has them number seven in 6A. So you, you can tell the discrepancy there that I don't know what's going to happen. There, there's a lot of good football to be played and the competition for those six playoff berths in each league is going to be as tough as it ever been. I guess the, I, I don't, the, the balance, you mentioned this a few moments ago, it just looks so different. Uh, as we look at the 6A East as an example, now this is the coaches poll. Defending champion El Dorado, Benton, Marion, Searcy, Sylvan Hills, West Memphis, Little Rock Catholic, Sheridan, Green County Tech, which is moving up in classification, and Jacksonville. And Jacksonville has been one of those communities that's kind of been up and down. And then you look at the 6A West, talking about loaded, Pulaski Academy, (laughs) Greenwood. Now, this is, again, uh, the coaches' poll. Pulaski Academy, Greenwood, Little Rock Christian, Lake Hamilton, Russellville, Van Buren, Greenbrier, Salem Springs, and Mountain Home. Nine schools in the 6A West, ten schools in the 6A East. But then when you go and you start looking uh, at the, uh, I guess you can call it the geography, I mean, it, it does kind of fit. You've got the south and a little bit towards the southwest, but then you go all the way to the east with Green County Tech. I mean, that is a that's a huge conference in, in regard in regards to travel. Uh, with on the other hand, you've got uh, Pulaski Academy, which will have to make that long trip uh, to Mountain Homes or Salem Springs. So there's going to be some travel involved, but that's about the best I think. Kevin, that you can see in how the conference was broken up between East and West. Yeah, and when the AAA went to 7-6A and split the split the two divisions into the top 16 and then the next 16, and I know people are saying, well, Kevin, there's 19 teams now in Class 6A. Mm-hmm. That's true because what they do is they take the, the po- a rolling population of a three-year period. That's how they determine the classification. And then they add the private schools, and they added the three private schools in PA, Little Rock Christian Catholic, that are in 6A this year. So that's how they did it. They didn't want to just take 16 and 16. They're trying to make it equitable, and that's where the the new formula comes into play. But, yeah, Randy, you look at the 6A West, and I want to to talk about that for just a minute. Coach Anthony Lucas uh, won a state title against Whitehall last year, and they come in. The coaches picked them at the top of the pole. Uh, junior Kel Busby at quarterback. He's got an offer from the University of Arkansas for baseball. Uh, but who knows if he – I think he's good enough to get a football scholarship. And we know the quarterbacks that have been through there in the last, you know, 
10, 15 years. We had a debate the other day, uh, Kyle Sutherland and myself and Porter Hayes talking about who is Q quarterback university or in, in for high school. Is yeah. it PA who has Spencer Keith, Freddie Knight, and uh, Lane Hatcher? Is it Greenwood with Connor Nolan, Daniel Stegall, uh, all the guys that have been through there? And now you got Hunter Houston and the freshman that we're going to talk about, Kane Archer. Or is it Fayetteville that's had Zach Clark, uh, Woodrow, Woody Wilson going back a few years and then, you know, the run that they've had. So PA, the quarterback play is always going to be there because it's a system, but those guys have grown up in it ever since they're in fifth or sixth grade. You've got um, Christian Rose in the backfield this year moving over. Jalen McKinney, the all-state wide receiver who had 1,300 yards last year with 15 touchdowns. Is PA going to be physical enough? Is Little Rock Christian going to be physical enough to handle the depth that comes with playing week after week of teams that are bigger, faster, stronger than you are? They've been PA's been doing it for the last umpteen years under Kevin Kelly and Anthony Lucas. Uh, a few years ago, I think Coach Kelly's next to last year, they only had two guys over 200 pounds, and that, those were on the offensive line. So their their system works. Now will it work in six days is the big question. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we know, obviously, the success that Pulaski Academy, and you mentioned Little Rock Christian, has enjoyed at the 5A level, but uh, this is a big step into Class 6A, and usually uh, that comes with numbers. And then the next the next jump, if you will, uh, into Class uh, 7A, again, the numbers jump. I think it was, uh, which school? Uh, I was reading the other day, talking about having the 150 players, 150 players. <laughs> and sometimes for a 5A, that can be like three squads. That's right. <laughs> three different teams. And then you total up to 150 and not just one team with 350. Um, and that's why I was saying this is such, uh, I mean, there, there's so much intrigue uh, that goes in with uh, – uh, again, Pulaski Academy, Lake Ham. I mean, uh, uh, Little Rock Christian, and then you combine uh, Little Rock Catholic, Van Buren. I would think, though, and Kevin, this is no disrespect to Little Rock Catholic, but isn't this for them more apples to apples than what 7A was presenting to the Rockets? I believe it is, and I think it will benefit them and the other sports don't matter at this point. It's, it's what can football do? And, and Coach John Fogelman, I've known him. He was my offensive coordinator in high school at El Dorado, my quarterback coach in, in ninth grade. So he's a great football guy. He won a state title as an offensive coordinator at Bentonville in 2001. He, he can coach football. He, he's got some really good football minds on that coaching staff. So from a player standpoint, I think this works out a lot better. You know, yeah, they're going to be in the East with nine other teams so they're going to have nine conference games so i think it works out really well for them and i think they'll be a lot more competitive all right kevin hang on we got one more segment with you and oh by the way we actually have what they call unofficial numbers that we have from Uh game number one against valencia oranges the valencia oranges (laughs) Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Again, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, joined by our insider, Kevin Bohannon. Now, Kevin, in 6A, 
there's always, well, in any of the classifications, there's always the changing of the guard. So if you would point out some of the players that we need to keep an eye on or to follow for this upcoming season in Class 6A. Yeah, and it, it all starts at the top, Randy. And if you look at, you know, some of the quarterback play, it was really good last year across the state. But, you know, Class 6A, Hunter Houston, a three-year guy for Greenwood. But there's a really, I say, volatile situation. But there's an interesting situation. Let's just put it like that. They've moved up freshman Kane Archer, who already has Division One offers, uh, Michigan, Ole Miss, Arkansas. How is he going to fit in? Is Coach Chris Young going to have packages just for Archer, knowing that Houston accounted for over 3,000 yards passing, led him to the state title game last year? Uh, so that's going to be a situation to follow. Kane Archer threw 26 touchdowns, zero interceptions last year, uh, leading that Greenwood Bulldog junior high team. D.D. Johnson, the running back from Searcy, 1,700 yards last year. But Class 6A is the classification of the wide receiver. Listen to these names. Jalen McKinney, 6'2", 175, had 1,379 yards last year. Aiden Kinnon, the three-sports star, he's 6'3", 215. Donnie Shears from Marion, part of that really good skill set from Marion. DeAndre Burns, the ASU commit from El Dorado, one of the fastest in the state. And talking about fastest in the state, Randy, Carter McElhaney from Greenbrier. Being clocked at 4'3", in the 40 at a Razorback camp. He recently committed to the Air Force Academy, He's going Great to continue, continue his career. Yeah, very good move for that young man. Really excited for him. And then you go to Lake Hamilton, and, and a young man I got to watch last year a couple times, Justin Crutchmer. He's a defensive back his, his sophomore year last year with injuries to Owen Miller. He got to play that that halfback for Lake Hamilton that gets a lot of carries in that wing tee under coach Tommy Giller and he exploded on the scene last year. He averaged over 10 yards a carry. And then you got Kendrick Martin. Kendrick Martin's a big man. He's 6'2", about 230. Plays defensive end and, and wing back. So that wing tee for coach Giller and started out 8-0 last year. Now they're in that same conference with PA Greenwood, Little Rock Christian. It's going to be a lot of good football in 6A Randy and we're really looking forward to it here in three weeks. Some great players and, uh, man, some exciting players. And uh, you're right, that should be an interesting QB, I hate to call it battle, but uh, competition, right. I should say, <laughs> ongoing at uh, uh, Greenwood this upcoming season. Uh, mentioned this right before the break. We just got this uh, from Mike Haywood, who is the sports information director who is following uh, the men's basketball team, the Arkansas men's basketball team, while they're in Spain. Today's game, Nick Smith Jr., actually 21 points, not 17, 21 points. Wow. Six assists, five rebounds, three of six beyond the three-point line. Uh, Trevor Brazil had 12 points, three rebounds, five of five from the floor, two of two from the free throw line. you got to do that every night, Tevin. I'm Trevin. Uh, not the t necessary 12 points, but perfection from the field and perfection from the free throw line. Kamani Johnson, 12 points, nine rebounds, five on the offensive end, four defensive rebounds, three assists. Ricky Council, the fourth. Man, I love this guy. He is a high flyer. 11 points, eight rebounds. Barry Dunning, Jr., 10 points, one assist, one steal, one block shot. Jordan Walsh, 
the High Wire Act. Nine points, five rebounds, four assists, two block shots. He's going to fill up the blocks that you have in your scorebook. Anthony Black, eight points, seven assists, five rebounds. Mikhail Smith, uh, Mitchell, seven points, one rebound, one steal, one block shot. Jalen Graham, six points, six rebounds. He's, he's going to be a nice player. Devo Davis, four points, four rebounds, five assists. Nakai Mitchell, four points, two rebounds. Darian Ford, four points. Joseph Pinion, one rebound, an assist, and one block shot. So there you have it. Um, don't know all of the other percentages, whether it's field goal or uh, three-point percentage, steals, turnovers, all that other stuff. But uh, nevertheless, those are the individual numbers. Uh, Arkansas tomorrow will travel to Barcelona, and they will play Barcelona Tudo Estrella on Thursday, August the 11th. And I probably said that wrong, but that's okay. But uh, anyway. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you did that very well. Very well. I don't know. I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that is um, that's uh, next game up for the Arkansas Razorbacks. You know, it was interesting. We got this earlier. I can't tell you why. I mean, they would, I'm sure, just pay the twenty nine ninety nine and and they could uh, more than have that. It says a group of 12 people wanted to have lunch and watch the Razorback basketball game um, at a sports bar today. Not one sports bar in Little Rock streamed the Razorback game today, nor do they plan to stream any of the games. We were informed wow. by six different sports bars that they were not aware that the basketball team was playing this week in any exhibition games in Spain and Italy. Um well, well, those six places now informed could still for twenty nine bucks get the yeah. other three games. Yeah, <laughs> you'd, you'd think they'd say, "Okay, well, we're now informed. Okay, we'll have it Thursday," but doesn't sound like it, huh? I don't know. I mean, from a business perspective, I think I'd make sure that I have that on uh, for my lunchtime crowd, and uh, yeah, and the games are basically twelve thirty starts. Yeah. I think maybe a one thirty start. Might be the latest, but so uh, what do they have on at that time of day? Days of Our Lives, or wouldn't it be General ESPN? Be yeah, they're, they're General just showing Hosta. ESPN Fox, Fox News. Okay, Fox, well, Fox yeah. Sports. That's, that's all nice, but gee whiz, <laughs> yeah, got a chance to show a game. Might get more patrons there, especially if you were the only one that advertised it. I think what, I'd what promote if, it. What if after you were six, you found that out, and all of a sudden you go on your social media and say, "Hey, we will have the games. We'll have the last three. I doubt we have any sports bar owners that are listening. Probably not to this. listing at the moment. So it's well, probably far and on deaf ears. I wouldn't ears, say but that's, that's okay. impossible. I wouldn't say that's impossible. We could. Yeah. Well, with 13 listeners, it's kind of difficult to make sure that they're part of the 13. All right, Kevin, real quick, your overview synopsis, if you will, of Razorback football today will be day number five. Yeah, and the wide receiver coach Kenny got got to talk to the media this afternoon, and we were expecting Jaden Hazelwood to come in and replace Traylon Burks. That's a heavy load to carry, big shoes to fill. He's become that guy. Coach Kenny Guyton said he's transformed himself from the spring. Says uh, Malik Hornsby, the backup quarterback, is doing uh, enough. He's been taking enough reps at wide receiver to know what he's doing out there. Uh, Sam Mbake, the freshman. 
very eager to get on the field, is a sponge. He's wanting to learn a lot. And <laughs> Coach Guyton said he texted him morning, noon, and night, just trying to get better. So everything's really kind of coming into play. And I know, the, I know the expectations are really high this season, and I haven't talked too much about it because I've been covering baseball. But football is the first love, and I'm really excited about this football season. And I think everything's going r- along right now as it should, and the Razorbacks will be ready to go here in the first week of September. There you go. All right, that's our insider, 